Welcome back, everybody. This is episode 11 of the J-Ball and Madams Sports and Lifestyle Podcast. We're going to dip a little into the MPFL playoff picture today. We just finished up the regular season earlier this week, and I know everyone's really excited to kind of hear what the coaches and other players in the league have to say about it. So we got Coach Hersey from the number three-seeded Team Hersey. I don't know what to call him. Um, how's it going? And we, how's it going, Hersey? And we also have the goalie from Team BOC, a.k.a. Team Good Time, because Brennan will be in the Adirondacks on a wildlife retreat trying to, like, find his inner self, like one of those kind of things. And then – so we have Kevin taking over for the team, and he's in the group chat of that's very exclusive. It's got coaches, a few other people in there, and really happy to have you and Hersey on today, Kevin. Thank oh you, yeah, thanks. thanks for having me, guys. Looking forward to it. What's up, Madams? Not much. What about you? I feel that's how I always get you in. I just ask you what's up. <laughs> I feel bad. I know. I always say the same thing. I was like, you know, doing pretty well. I got you. And we also have our producer Lucas Simpson on today, and he has the number one seeded team going into the uh, little playoff tournament. Zero so hero, baby. He's been getting booed, but Lucas, <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna. I'll actually ask you the first question we got today. Um. What would you say is the biggest thing you switched up in your coaching style from season two to season three? Well, season two to season three, I've had practices every week with my team, whereas season two, I was just kind of like, you know, we're going to show up, you know, we're going to spend these like 30 minutes, 40 minutes together, and then hopefully over the course of the season, we'll just get better. Didn't really turn out that way, but this time I made more of like a intentional goal of my team to like get better every week you know every time my team talks I'd always talk about how we need to take the next step to try to kind of force the progression of each game and I've kind of noticed that with my team like if you look back at it our first game was our only loss and that was the worst we played all season and I think that the last game we played it wasn't the best we played all season but before that like our nine or eighth out of nine games was the best one we played and that's kind of the, the point of the whole year is just make sure you get better each game and the results took care of itself this season, so far at least. I don't I got think you. that oh, matters really. Um, you practicing this time around? I think last season, practice or not, you guys are going to be the last, <laughs> last, uh, <laughs> last place. So I think you just just didn't have that defense last season. Your offense was there. You had um, oh my god, Peltier, You know, you had you had all the players. Just a defense. You know, no offense to Provo, but. Uh, Love he you, just bro. wasn't wasn't it in the back line, so um, that's just my opinion about your season last last year. Real quick, in defense of my uh, former squad, you know I, I love all the boys, and to be fair, Ray Fujita is the number two seed this year, and they're returning most of my players from last year. So whatever Ray did to get him in the shape, you know I got to give credit to him. I know they added Brendan Miller, Matt Van Heel. Michaela, obviously, they're obviously a big piece of their team, but got to give credit that the majority of their team was the uh, last seed last year, and they're looking for the their top of the division. Or the I feel that, Luke. Division. And I got to give a quick shout out to my boy Sam Hoyan. He doesn't really get a lot. Yeah, of him as well. He's also recognition this league. I played hockey when I was a senior. He just made it as a sophomore, and he was a really good kid, hard worker. So it's dope to see kind of another hockey player do well in a soccer league you know what I mean we're multi-sport athletes madams ask a question I'm talking too much all right I got a question what do you think there was more of this year team Simpson regulation wins or Hersey saves (laughs) (laughs) 
It's but look here, be... how many regulation rules did Lucas low, have? It's... I want to say three. First, how many saves you got, buddy? Madden is always clowning me on my saves, but uh, I think he doesn't count the slower rollers that just. You know, <laughs> that just like, I can agree with that. Those count as saves. If I'm not in the net, that's a goal. Like that counts as a save in my eyes. So I know um, half your goals scored on you from your own team. So. Weird, bro. <laughs> that is true. That is true. But that says something about my defense, honestly. If you know, only goals scored, or most of my goals conceded were from my own teammates. First, what does yeah, that say I, uh, exactly. I heard Chuck won't be there this week. Yeah, he won't. He's uh, I think he has a hockey tournament um this Thursday, so he won't be there, which is a huge loss. Are you putting because, uh, Zach back on D? Yeah, which I I like to have Zach up top. You know, the first time we played DJ Ball was actually the first game um Zach Lee played up top, and he you know he actually played well there, and you know now he's a regular striker. Yep, but uh, now he's going to have to be playing, you know, defense since Chuck won't be there. So I feel you. I, I do want to give those boys a shout out. I remember Zach goes to Penn State with me and he's a year below me. I was telling him about the soccer league literally day in and day out. And I was like, dude, you need to do this. I'm going to draft you. Like, get some of your friends. I'll draft them. And then Merkley texted me before the draft. He's like, yo, I got Chuck, Bridges, and Zach. And I was like, dude, I, I – have told too many people to be on my team already. And looking back, like Bridges is nasty and Murphy was yeah. telling me how good he was. And I was just not listening. <laughs> <laughs> um, I got a question for Kevin. Yeah, I was just going to ask you. So like you're kind of stepping up into a leadership role this, this playoffs with uh, Brennan and his brother, both going to be gone camping as, as uh, Justin mentioned before. So how does that change the dynamic of your team? How do you look at it from your point of view, like from the net? That's kind of usually where the coach is. Are you going to be more vocal on the field, like a team decision, or are you going to be kind of taking the reins on those, like for lineups and strategy and stuff like that? So, yeah, definitely. I'm definitely kind of having – Brennan put like a pretty bomb on me to step up and told me, yeah, like take care of the lineups, all the subs, you know, all that stuff. So, uh, I definitely think I'm stepping into uh, – I mean, I've always felt like throughout the course of the season I've been – trying to be as much of a secondary leader as I could, whether it be uh, pep talks before the game or, can, you know, just helping my team and constructive criticize our game and shit like that. Um, but, I mean, I think even with Brennan missing out of our lineup, he did tell me I drafted this team for a reason. Everyone was very specific, and he really gave me credit to him, uh, the tools to you, yeah, I'm doing a podcast right now. What's up? Oh, Special really? guest, John Clough. <laughs> what up, Johnny? John Clough was in the league last year. Yeah, true. You were in the league last year. But you never I know. Came. I played all the games. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, so I do think, good? like, he gave us, a, you know, yeah. real, <laughs> I do think he, um, he gave us all the tools we need to make a playoff run. And even if he's uh, even if he's out of the picture, uh, there's a lot of kids I feel comfortable putting in his position and playing up to his up to his style. Have you? Uh, I think it's gonna be like a challenge. It's definitely not gonna be easy, but I, I think this team is pretty resilient, and we're all positive and really optimistic, and we are you know team good time. So uh, you know I think we'll all pull together and really. I'll be I'll be maybe making some adjustments and moving people around, but at the end of the day, it is really us coming together as a team to probably. In Brennan's absence, Kevin, I have a 
Do you think you'll play in goalie the whole time still, or do you think the team needs a little more help in the field? So I have brought up to Brennan previously about maybe putting me on defense for some games if we need or something's not working. But to be honest, I think what we've had going this whole year has been working. I've really felt comfortable in the net recently. And, uh, and I think I've progressed a little bit since the beginning of the season, especially having to adjust the different net sizes and, and you know, like adjust my game accordingly. So I definitely probably going to stay in the net for the durality of the playoffs. I think we have enough talent otherwise to put in defense because uh, I think I'm definitely more of a staple in the net more than on the field. I got you. I know I always a good feeling in hockey to have you back there, but it was weird because I feel like if you play goalie in one sport, you would play goalie in another. I know you played attack on lacrosse and obviously – still playing at Vermont so is this like what's the difference in mentality between being a player in a sport and being a goalie oh it's actually uh, it's it's pretty night and day honestly I feel like when I'm playing defense I can just be super aggressive and just and just go full speed super intense and it's not as much thinking as being a goalie uh, being a goalie in any sport you have to really kind of like be constantly analyzing angles and thinking, where are you in the net? And, you know, adjusting your body and how do I stop this type of save? It's, it's, there's a, a big mental aspect to being a goalie. And honestly, I haven't had a good chance to play hockey recently, you know, in my life, just because it's a, it's a tough, a lot of tough sport to get accessible to. Like I play club lacrosse up at school, so I don't really have time. So uh, in this sense, it's being a soccer goalie this year was kind of filling in for that and being able to still, cause I love just the, the position of goalie like as it is, you know, being that uh, that last line of defense and and kind of being that like leader of the defense and stuff. So I was happy to be able to play goalie this year. Got you. I got you. Um, Mams, I actually got a question for, for you. Madams. I'm ready. Oh, I didn't hear you right at first. But um, <laughs> I was thinking as a member of Team Buckley, and that trade you guys made earlier this week, like, did you got, did you have any say in that or was that kind of just Buckley's call or did he kind of run that by the team? So the, my kind of position was that I was more of a commissioner in that scenario than I was a team member. I had nothing to do with the trade, having it done. Uh, besides the fact that they almost traded me. So I was like, I kind of made my case to try to stay on the team. Um, I understood that if, if they were to get rid of me, it's just how it is, you know, it's a business, but that was really the only thing I had. Um, so I didn't want myself to get traded, but obviously I wasn't going to intervene too much. So I was more just kind of explaining to Ryan and, and Sharps the kind of like how the trade would work and then trying to deal with everything that comes with that and just trying to make sure it was in on time. I know there's some controversy before our first game. So that was kind of more of my role with that. I didn't really, I didn't really have much of a GM role. As Who more, was uh, for uh, trade? Who's for you getting traded off and who wasn't for that on your team? Um, I think it was kind of like – it was mutually understood that Parker is a really good player. So if you can bring him in, you want to do that. And then we were kind of in a situation where I'm a player that's willing to play for anyone. So it, it's like, okay, if I get traded, um, some other people might not be as happy about that. So I don't know. I'm not trying to break up our chemistry or anything. I think everyone wanted me to stay on the team, but – and as well as myself, but we understood that if I were to get traded, then it's just strictly for the for the game purposes. I do see you you shave that little beard over there. I in some other sports that could be considered bad luck because they get a playoff beard going. And there is rumors of the Team J Ball stashes coming out this year, so I don't know. You might want to get some facial hair working again there, man. 
you know, I'm working on it. I usually, I, that's the first thing I do in the morning is I try to grow my beard as much as I can. Same. And uh, I see ready. Kevin. I've, I just forgot Kevin shaved a couple of weeks ago and he's already back. He's, yeah. <laughs> he's getting there. I'm so there. I'm trying to, I'm just trying to catch up to Kevin. I'll get there eventually. <laughs> I got you. you got I got you. Uh, Hersey, I know, I know you made a trade this year too, trading um, for Matt Hoff for Delhi and Jenks. Um, I was wondering, was that something that you just decided like that was really soon after the draft? Like what kind of made you do that trade? Actually, uh, funny thing is, <laughs> look at Lucas. I would never have made that trade unless Lucas rattled. When Lucas made his trade offer, and that trade offer was Lillian and um, who was the other person, Lucas? Sinead. Sinead, yes. Lillian and Sinead for uh, Hoff. And I was like, obviously, no one knew how good Lillian was. And me thinking, Okay, Lillian could be like, okay, I know Sinead is like, you know, not amazing. I think that was a terrible trade, so I had to hijack that real quick. <laughs> and, um, yeah, so I offered him Jenks, who's friends with most, most of his players on his team, like especially Alex Matthias and uh, Del Negro, who's, you know, was, you know, quote-unquote a good player. But um, as you can see, he's not been doing much this season, which – it's good for me because if he stayed on my team, that would have been pretty bad, you know, because um, Hoff and Jenks couldn't see where really they could fit on my team, and I'm just overall glad I made the trade. I got you. I got you. Um, Percy, I was going to say, your, your, your little three-headed attack reminds me of the first season when you had uh, Deli, John, and uh, Jimmy Fagan. Yeah, it's just like yeah. it was hard to stop because yeah, yeah. you can't really game plan against three guys. That Your are the offense best is scary, bro. It's scary, especially as a goalie. Yeah, There's for sure. Three people Kevin, that you know from any place can just immediately score on you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And uh, Kevin, you played amazingly that that game against you guys. You man of the match, I think. Uh, oh, made yeah, a couple saves. That was a pretty exhilarating match for me. Not gonna lie, I was uh, <laughs> leaving all my shit out there for sure. Somebody asked me a question. Yeah. All right, J-Ball. <laughs> Sorry if my dog barks. That's no, okay. Dog in. So, so J-Ball, looking at your groups, um, as it turns out, our game, the, the Buckley J-Ball game actually um, was the difference between the five and six seed. Oh, yeah, so facts. I did see that. I didn't so even know Buckley, that until after the game. Yeah, so Buckley ended up with the five, and you guys ended up with the six. So that means your group is Hersey, Fujita, and Mans, as opposed mm-hmm. to Buckley playing in the group with Simpson, O'Connor, and Sharps. Do you think that, looking back, would you have preferred to win the game to get an easier group, or do you think your group is more manageable, or how do you see that playing out? Um, do you like where you're at? Well, looking back, I didn't even know there were standings involved, and either way, I, I hate to lose, even if it's just, like, some stupid video game. So, obviously, going back, like, 10 out of 10, I would have loved to win the game. You know what I, I mean? So. It, was a, it was a battle, and it's always great playing you guys. But, you know, I'm pretty happy with the division we're in. You know, I feel like we'll – We've taken – we took Hersey to OT. We took Fujita to OT. Both times we played them, and we smacked down on Sharps. I was also at the CP dub. But, you know, I'm really confident in the boys. I know we have it in us to make a run. I think with Martise and Nett in the last game against Hersey that Hoff's first goal doesn't go in and Bridges' OT goal doesn't go in. 
And obviously, that's picking and choosing and what it could have, should have. But I'm very happy with the group that I've been placed in. However, what I'd like to be in your group, you know, I don't know. I think that's a tough group in there. I think Simpson clearly has lost once this year. I think you guys are another tough battle. I definitely don't want to play Team OC. We've had we've been down two goals to them at two points this year and lost to them 3-1 when I wasn't here. So, you know, wait, I said Sharps was in my group when I first started saying that, right? Yeah, you did. That's Mans for whoever's listening and actually picked up that mistake. But Yeah, you you and Mans, I forgot. um, You guys had the worst game of all time when you played. Uh, Penalties were pretty lit. Some people say that. You can call the game however you want. People have made fun of the way we won the championship on a throw-in, but you end that sentence with they won the championship, yo. So uh, they don't ask how, you know what I mean? I just – I want to get this uh, title any way I can. If that's winning one nothing, I'll do that in a boring game. If that's winning 10-9, I'll do that too. You know what I mean? 10-9 be sick. One thing I'll say about your team is that uh, when when they're feeling pressured, they get, they get to another level. I just remember the first time we played you guys this season, we uh, – scored on them to go up 3-1 with like five minutes left and they immediately after that kickoff came down and scored and then just the rest of the game were just getting chance after chance so I I think when your boys get really motivated they uh they they hone in and amp up and they they reach like a new pace that I don't think any team in this match can really any um team in this league can you know I agree with you there I definitely think that we lack the energy that we had last year at the start of games I think we haven't really been – we've probably, like we pre-game as a team, probably half the games this year. We did every game last year. So I think that showing up as a team, like as a unified squad, can get the energy going at the start of games, and it doesn't have to wait till the last five minutes. I know we've done that in a couple of games this year. We've been down really late, happened against Buckley, happened against you guys, happened against Hersey too. We were down. That game was wide. What I mean, like – so I, I do see what you're saying. I definitely am thinking about ways to get my team motivated at the start of games because I know we have that second gear that it's it's a fact that we're not always planning it, not even like we're probably playing in that 10% of the time. We need to be doing that at least like 95% of the time. I agree. I agree. But I just wanted a question. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I felt this. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, you guys. Finish what you I was going to say, I felt the same thing, honestly, when, uh, I don't know if you remember, J-Ball, when um, Merkley scored for you guys to make it 3-2, and there was, like, literally 30 seconds left in the game, and <laughs> you guys were going, like, crazy. It was, like, just, you guys were just pressuring everything. Like, it was, it was like we were playing a new team, and, uh, yeah, I definitely agree with Kevin, though. When you guys get that momentum, you guys are very dangerous. You know, it's, it's, I'd like hearing you guys respect that, but it also hurts deep down that we don't have, like, the passion. I'm not saying our team doesn't care, but definitely at the start of games, we're not buzzing around like we should be. I'm definitely thinking of a nice way to say that to the group chat. But, you know, my team, they haven't really been listening to me much this year. I've been trying to get a practice, like, every week for the past month, and we're finally doing it tomorrow, so that's good, but... You know, I, I just think we need to tap into that second gear earlier. If we can do it for the whole game, I don't think there's a team that can stop us. However, if we play like shit, I, I think we could easily get blown out by any team we play in the playoffs, honestly. Yeah, I was going to bring up, you mentioned how you had a tough t- time uh, motivating your team sometimes. And, like, you say they're not listening to you. And, like, I guess, like, 
I'm not a coach and I mean, I know I'm stepping into like uh, somewhat of a little coaching role this week, but like, how do you personally is maybe some advice to me, how do you like uh, strategize when maybe what you're doing isn't working or have you thought of other ways to go about to motivate them that you could share? Or you oh, definitely. Um, I'm definitely still thinking about it. And I think it comes down to the fact that like, they don't really look at me as like their coach, you know what I mean? Like they call me the coach when they're asking for the starting lineup. But then, like, during the game, if I yell at someone, they're going to come back at me with bitching. And then I'm just like, dude, like, how am I supposed to, like, coach right now if I can't coach the whole game? And everyone's like, oh, don't coach during the game. So I made Boomtown coach. And, like, that worked because they were listening to him a little more. But I don't know. I definitely need to find a way to get through to these people that's not, like – I feel like they think I'm chirping them. Like, I said something to Maloney last game. I was like, yo, do this. And he was like, oh, blah, 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 blah. I said something to me about me. I was like – and I just give up, you know what I mean? Cause I don't even know what to say anymore, but my best piece of advice to you would be just let them know you're a leader and let them know that like they can make a mistake and you're not going to yell at them. However, you still need to be able to have that positive authority. You know what I mean? Like you need to be able to like raise your voice at someone, get your point across in a way that's not like disrespectful. I'm still trying to work on that myself. Well, thank you for that advice. Cause I do, uh, <laughs> I do sometimes get a little bit of adrenaline going and might yell at my team. And I want to make sure that I'm trying to keep more of a calm head and not be so toxic to my teammates. Cause I never say anything really that bad, but I feel like, especially now I need to show them that uh, what I'm saying to them is just purely to how I try and better the team and, and our chances of winning. Got you. I think you do a nice job coaching. Um, Percy and or Lucas, how do you guys kind of, relay your points to your team are you are you guys like a yeller or are you more of like a calm cool and collected kind of coach i'm it depends on the situation when you're trying to get your voice across obviously you want to yell um but when your team does make that mistake and you concede possibly you don't want to yell at your teammates because you know that'll just bring them down you want to give them like advice but throughout the game you always want to be talking constantly especially kevin if you're a goalie you need to get your defense on check. You know, sometimes your defenders, they can be like ball watching. You don't want to ball yeah. watching. You know, they, the ball's on the other side of the field and they're guarding no one. They think, you know, all right, the ball's on the other side of the field. Like, I'm good. I'm good where I'm at, you know. And that's yeah. not what you want to have your defense think. Like, you want them to always be ready for anything. The worst case scenario. And I think, like, since I'm not really an experienced soccer player and don't know much about that type of stuff, like, sorry. Um, it's good to have, I mean, when Brennan was here, obviously it was like, he was, you know, very influential in the defense, but also Sam Schraber, who is, knows a lot. And I feel like me and him tandeming kind of that role of keeping everyone organized is going to be like pretty sufficient. Cause I can see, uh, I can see behind him and like, like you said, see when people are cutting back door and whatnot, but he can also like, you know, organize people into formations and match up coverage and stuff like that. So, uh, but yeah, you're definitely right. I gotta, I think I'm going to have to talk a lot more this upcoming time and uh, something I'm looking forward to, I guess. Uh, also rumor has it Shraver uh, ran a marathon. Yeah. Shraver did run a marathon. Shraver's insane. <laughs> Dude, that I was watching a movie last night, uh, Patriots day about the Boston marathon, obviously sad day don't really want to get into that but um I was like damn I was thinking back I was like there's kids in this soccer league I'm in that are running marathons and like I try to run down my driveway it's like a thousand feet I did it 
down and back and I was like hands on the knees. I was like, what am I doing with myself? Like, Yo, so, I can't run. Because <laughs> I don't have to run a lot since being a goalie now and like I'll run out to get the ball and run back and be like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, God, <laughs> Madam, say something now. Sorry. Madam, you got to talk more, dude. I know I talk a lot, but. <laughs> I'm trying to give everyone equal opportunity here. I've said my said my bit. All right, I got a question for um, your podcast, goalies. dude. It's your podcast. Three goalies here, Lucas, Kevin, and Hersey. We kind of did a similar thing with Lucas and Ray at the beginning of the year, like Lucas as an attacker and Ray as a defender. But as goalies, there's one player with the ball on their foot that you don't want to shoot. Who would it be in space, uh, you know, just uh, at, the, at the top of the box? Who are you most scared of? I'll go, I'll go first, but I'll go with Miller. Because I don't know if you've seen, Miller can shoot with both feet, not just one foot. Um, now, those one-footed players are easy to defend, so you're not really too worried. And, you know, Miller is not the type of player to, you know, sky every shot. You know, there's a couple of players you guys can think of that, you know, sky every shot, you know. And, Casey. you know, Miller. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, it's bad, bro. I got to tell him just. In case you got the winner, you got the. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, Miller, he's one of those players that, you know, he tries to get the ball on target. He has – he knows that, like, we're not good goalies, or at least especially me. I'm not a good goalie. So if the ball's on target, it's going to be very dangerous for me. And, you know, that's, you know, one of the worst things you want to do is have him space, you know, time to just take that shot. and. You know, bad things can happen. Damn, I'm, I'm looking – I was looking at the stats earlier. Um, it said your team, Hersey, had not – does not have a single shot that has been saved all year. I, is that true? So there well, has go to the end. Go to <laughs> SOG and then go to SOG that's, percentage opposing. You got to remember that's from July 1st, though. That's not updated from the second half of the year. Yeah, I was gonna say. I'm like, I'm a bad goalie. Maybe for four or five. Years. Well, that's that's your shooters technically Wait, have from, not had one saved. That's from July fourth, you said. Yeah, but I don't know what you're looking at. Save percentage opposition zero point zero zero. Damn, that's crazy. I, if I had to say most dangerous shooter, I would I would think Hoff immediately. Just his shot is so fast. He does have a rocket. And I mean. I got a couple saves on him when we played you guys, but I knew he was going to get at least one on me. The amount he was shooting, and sure enough, he got at least one. <laughs> yeah. Tim got a couple from it really birthday, long. Though, so I was like, happy birthday. He's at the crossbar against you, Kev. What oh, were you thinking? Right. Yeah, and that ball was soaring over you. Oh, dude. And Stein, had, Stein had a nice shot that game. Oh, yeah, for sure. Dude, it's crazy. Cause sometimes I know I can't reach a ball, so I just have to, like, Think like I think it'll hit the crossbar and just watch it fly yeah. over. And then sometimes it does, sometimes it doesn't. Yeah, Lucas, what do you think? And yeah, when I first heard this question, no, when I first, I mean, they, <laughs> you know, you know how I feel about that. But if in terms of in the league, I'd say Lillian. But in terms of like opposition players, I'd probably go with Brendan Miller again. For the re- like, I forgot that he uses both his feet. I was just so much like, because. Like, Hoff, like, he has a hard shot, but I've noticed with Hoff a lot of times he'll go low into the corners. So I'm yeah. kind of predicting where he's going. Whereas with Miller, I have, I have no idea what that kid's going to do when he has mm-hmm. a ball, like, top of the box. He could go top right corner, top left corner, bottom right, like, anywhere straight down the middle. Like, I have no idea where he's going to go. Whereas with other kids in the league, like you said, the one-footed players, 
like you can kind of predict if someone's like the sh- by the shape of their run up, which way they're yeah, going to go, sure. like looking at their eyes, stuff like that. But with Miller, you have no clue. You just got to hope you can that's something crazy. you can save. That's just crazy to me, Lucas, because like just me being a hockey girl for so long, I like, I'm like, I never pay attention to that stuff, honestly. Really? I just have my eyes on the ball and immediately react once it's struck. It's just like, but I, do you like realize I'm not trying to work on like looking at um body cues more? Well, Kevin, yeah, I think that's sure. just because in hockey, like you have such a small <laughs> net that like you're never. I have never looked. Well, I'm not a goalie, but like I don't. You, I use a head fake on a goalie in hockey. Like maybe ten percent of my shots, I'll like look in one corner and shoot the other. But like that's just not like it's just not how it goes because the net is so small. I feel like in, in soccer with the huge ass net, you could like, I'm not, I'm not saying I like know how to like read a shooter, but like definitely try to get better at that because if you could even pick up, like it's something Martise tells me all the time is he's like, I know where everyone's going to shoot, blah, 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 blah. I know. My, all right, Martise, like you get it. You played fucking JV soccer, but like, <laughs> and then you just like, maybe it's like, I would ask BOC be like, yo, what's like two pointers to look at on, where someone's going to shoot and just work on that first game. And if it works, like you'll be able to add a little bit, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I've been trying to build it up a little over the season and, and it's something I use like a lot. We haven't gotten to PKs a lot, but I try to use in PKs. Is that, that's a, I mean, it's not gotta, really the foot. I do more than just react in PKs. It's not really the foot though, Kev, like since you're in the other group, like I can hips, tell you this. Right? Yeah. The hips is everything. <laughs> the hips is the what you want to look at. And the hips, when the hips are open, they're most likely going to go – you're going to try to finesse it on their, you know, right side or left your side. Left, your yeah, left. Yeah. yeah. Like, or, if they're right, you know, to the right. Exactly. And um, – but when their hips are closed and they're, you know – You're getting power behind yeah, it going the bottom. Across the body, the yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah, and I – honestly, dude, like, it sucks because, Lucas, your game – that final shot, I was like, Colton's going to come and put it at the bottom. And I just hesitated for a split second. And that was all it took, you know? It's crazy. Yeah. It's such a finite thing when it gets down to PKs. And I think it's definitely interesting. But it's exhilarating nonetheless. <laughs> Love pens. Yeah, I think – I don't know if this is a stack. Like, correct me if I'm wrong, someone. But I think I've only lost my first – the only OT game I've ever lost is my first ever MPFL game. You know, Merkley had that devastating – uh, I think that was like a one nothing game. Merkley scored. But besides that, I don't, well, it about, I don't know what it is about my team, but like we've never lost in overtime and we've never lost in pens ever. It's like a weird, like, I don't know if there's something specifically I tell my kids or if they're just like gritty or whatever, but. So I have, wait, I have a quick really question for you. Into that. What's up? So looking at like you guys have gone obviously to a lot of OT and pens games this year, going into the group stage where, I, we're saying draws are just worth a point for each team, right? Is that what we're going yeah, with? Yeah. How are you? Um, are you going to try any new strategies or tell your teams like, different strategies, maybe to try to focus on getting the goals or? That's or a good question. question. I wasn't See, even so, thinking about that. Yeah. Just say Lucas. Tell them everything. Yeah, let me know the strategy. I need to have a strategy. I don't not, have. Not, I mean, not just like, are you, are you like, you're like ratifying any of your. Approaches? Yeah, there's definitely, there's definitely going to be a different approach because let's say like there's five minutes left and it's like two two, depending on who you're playing, missing out on those two extra points could be detrimental, especially. For, like, for example, if we were playing sharps, 
Yes, or something. exactly. My team's playing sharps. I would say, honestly, just go for the three. We, get the, the we, get the zero, we need to get Everyone three up. in that situation. Because it like if assuming because everyone in the league's relatively close, assuming that all my games are close and I get three draws, that's only three points and we're knocked out from first seed to done. Yeah. So goal like winning goals are going to be more important. Obviously, I think there's going to be more of an emphasis on attack, but uh, it should provide something. Playoff games, hopefully, though. I think everyone's going to be going all out and try to get as many goals as possible and. Not park the bus as much, hopefully. We can't have people playing like bitches in the fucking playoffs. I mean, it's going to be a playoff atmosphere. You know, no one wants to concede first because they do know that, like, two losses and you're out pretty much is a deal. So, after the first week and that second round of games where one team's 0-1 going into a team that's like also 0-1, like, if you don't win that game, you're probably out of the group. Like, that's that's your season, maybe. Yo, Lucas, I know you were, like, double XL in math math for a while. I also have a little math question for you right now. So, so could a team go three and zero, oh, and then the other three go one and two, or does that not is that not equal each other? Second. Yes. That, that could poten- that could potentially happen. Yeah. All right, because I have been heard from the start that it, someone just said Wait. you got to win two out of three. I don't know exactly. Like it's just three and zero, oh, and then one and two makes four and two, and then yeah, I think it could happen honestly. And I five, can. Um, it would be six and six. Right. I can send you, Justin, I found an article online that has like the breakdown of all the odds and stuff like that and like probabilities based on how many points you get and all that stuff. So it's definitely, you can get, because the situation you just named where a team can go 3 0, that just means they beat the other teams, then all the other teams go 1 1 against each other. So in that case, that would be. It could happen. Like it theoretically yeah. could happen. Yeah. All right. All right. Yeah. All right. And it, it's like not that uncommon either. How will we break that tie? Goals for? It'd be a goal differential. Is that how, that's how they do in the World Cup. Um, yeah, goal year. difference, then goal because scored, and then head-to-head. Yeah, and the but reason head-to-head why head-to-head head in that situation wouldn't matter because it'd be one-on-one for all the mm-hmm. teams that are mm-hmm. in the tie. Yeah. Wait, no, it might actually matter. Oh, no, they'd all have beaten each other. Yeah, oh, my God. Yeah. I should know this because how many youth hockey tournaments I've been in that have been this exact, like, scenario where they have the four and four and, like – you just yeah, you, there's those like, J-ball, there's those boards with all the numbers. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, that brings back so many memories. You're like tweaking, like, oh, this team beat them like six nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's interesting you guys say that because in soccer tournaments and youth tournaments, they cap the goal difference for each game at three. So like, even yeah. if you win five nothing, six nothing, seven nothing, you only get plus three. So like, what's like the reasoning behind that? Um, like mercy, so, kind so, of, and really? like okay, keeping competitive. Because if one team like shows up, gets a red card, and then the team wins ten nothing, yeah, like no team can make up that plus ten goal difference. No, I got you. That actually makes. I actually kind of like that. Yeah. Or when, right, like a team um, trades away their best two players and then gets goomba stomped because Matt, the traded I players got, don't show up. I got a question for you right now. Okay. How do you see the playoffs going for every team, but in particular Team Buckley? Um. So I've been saying it this whole time to my team. We're going to lose the Sharps. Just Derek's going <laughs> to score a hat trick. It's going to happen. Um, Derek is not then, that good. He is not. I've always thought he was not that good since I was on Buckley the first year. Pretty, I think was, he's pretty soft. Dude, it was me, I'm not, even, Ricky. I'm not even just saying that because he, like, he was on our team. I'm, I think he's good. He scored well, team, the best goal in season one. Ever. Yeah, he, he's a, he scores goals. You know what Sam Hoyne's doing this year? That's what Derek did the first year, quietly. Like. 
just just produces goals. You look at the stat sheet, and yeah, Derek's yeah. top five. That's what he was the first year, and that's what you're doing with Hoy now. I'm still like top ten career in stats, even having such a bad year. So I'll take yeah, that. but that's why that to be known for. Um, but so all all jokes aside, I think that when it comes down to our group, I think obviously Simpson's favored. I think we still have a chance to. We have a pretty good chance to make it out, but I think every game is going to be tough, including the Sharps game. Even if they're they're coming off a couple losses, I think they're going to play us especially hard. So I think all four games in our group could be a toss-up. It's tough with O'Connor not having Brennan there, but I know that their team can rally. I know that they have a lot of leaders on their team. Mm -hmm. So I'm not going in thinking that we're favored to win any of them, but I'm not thinking we're going to lose either. So I think it could go a lot of different ways. And the other group, I think Percy – this team right now is the best in the league, personally. Like just until I lose the last few games, I think that I think that with their three, I think there's an argument to be made. <laughs> the top three players in the league, I think that's a fair argument to be made. So, I like Hersey coming out of that group. Second place, honestly, I could see it going. I mean, I think Fujita's got on a, on a roll, so I would pick them if I had to. Mm-hmm. But I think J-Ball, I I think you guys have a shot. And Mans, when they have their full team, are not bad. No, yeah, they're, they're not bad that, at all. They've almost they, won some games. Like Allie Donovan can, is actually pretty good. She's scared to play against my team. No weaknesses. Like, in their last game against Simpson, we saw it because they get Allie Donovan, Hank, yeah. Dias, Jenks. Hank Hens, is very good. That Terzo is not both, bad. Lucas, both games against Mans, you've had this season were like, close games. Like you guys won, I think, on OT in both games. Oh, uh, they were close. No, the second game we time, the second time we played, it was not OT, but the uh, first not OT, one. But it was still close. The first one, you know, there was some defensive errors and some lack of height. Some beef. That we've, that we've no, I mean, yeah, beef was later, but I think they <laughs> went to. I don't know if you guys remember this, but the first game against Mans, we were comfortable up to nothing. We like tore to the fence open for some two well worked strikes for Shield and Hayden, and then they whipped in a corner, and I didn't have the now Captain Jay Wood on the field and James Reagan sort of Wilson for a uh, for back post uh, header. And then off a goal kick, Aaron Jenks out jumped Wilson as well for a header back post. Hey, what is it, bees? I didn't even Jay mention Wood. Dobby either. Dobby's their best player. They Dobby's have a- so overrated. He's throwing Dobby on no, defense, though. Dobby he's, is just he's so overrated. He's fast. He's fast. He's very he's fast. Overrated. He just gets I'm, the I'm ball. I'm a fan of Dobby. I, like I think he's nice. I think he – I think he would start on my team, but he still could be overrated. Everyone sucks him off. The yeah, man's team has like the, is has the most underrated roster for sure when people show up. I think that they lost a lot of games because they had, you know, not much depth. But I think that when their full team shows up, they can go two, three deep on the bench without any liabilities. And I think that's valuable in the playoffs. Hundred percent. When I, whenever, I, everyone I puts I'm, everyone on the field. So I'm definitely not taking man slightly at all. Like I know he's got some athletes on his team. I. Remember we went – man, remember that one time that Buckley was going to practice and me and Chen came? Yeah, yeah. Hank scored two, like, amazing nice. goals that day. Like, He's nice. Like, genuinely nice goals. And I know Matthias is very good, too. I used to work at Lowe's with him until I decided I was no longer an employee at that establishment. But I think I think Manz's team, I'm definitely not overlooking them. I'm making sure that my team doesn't – I think my team doesn't want to overlook anybody. I think it's good what happened in the regular season. I don't think it's good because obviously I want to go 10 and all, but I think it's good that we, I think we were focusing on the championship 
since we won it last year. And like, that's all everyone would talk about in the group chat is like, Oh, when's the championship? When's this and that? So my new theory is like, I'm trying to get them to go game to game. Like mm-hmm. don't, don't worry about anything right. else, but the right. game that day, yeah, like, can't, like their championship is not guaranteed. We got to advance out the group stage first. Like that's a tough task. You know what I mean? Like you can't be looking down the road. Like, obviously you have to have the end goal in sight and work towards the end goal, but that's just some perspective there. I don't really know why I said that. I've been thinking about that lately, though. I've been texting that to my group chat a lot, one game at a time. Someone will ask, like, when the championship is, I won't even tell them. Uh, I'll just yeah. one game at a time, but I think that's a good strategy to go <laughs> <laughs> Because uh, I definitely think, like, after you guys – oh, sorry. No, you're good. You got it. Well, after you guys, I remember winning your first game, I think you guys were so hyped up in it, like – it seemed to me like maybe not you, but a lot of your players that on that team just thought it was going to be an easy year from that 100%. point. 100%. You know, and 100%. I could just see it in you guys like, oh, that was easy. And I thought I think, since we got all the bounces that game that that's how it was going to go all year. And, like, we really haven't gotten the bounces since then. So I, I definitely remember after that game, Kevin, being like, oh, shit, here we go again. And then we lost to BOC, and I was like a little sketch. And I think we lost to Ray and then Hersey and then – I think Lucas then was that the fourth loss. Who knows? But we lost four in a row. And I was like, I don't know. You get so high up when you're winning. And like last year I was 15 and two. And I was just like, had no idea. I had to like definitely switch around and like go on damage control mode for a little bit. But I I agree with what you're saying, Kev. That was low key the worst thing that could have happened to us against Buckley. Like if we lost that game, I don't think we would have as bad of a record throughout the regular season, at least. That's what, yeah, that's what I was thinking as well. But it's good that you have the playoffs and it's like a pretty equal opportunity, like you said. It'll be a tough task, but you got three more games and hopefully you guys can turn it around. Who do you um, think? So Lucas and Hersey and Kevin Jable, all four of you guys. Who do you think is the toughest team in your group that you're going to face and why? Um, I'll go first. I personally think I have, I'm not trying to chirp Percy right now, but I have a scouting report made. It's, it's upwards of three pages. And I think once I give that to my team, player by player scout, all the stats, what I've noticed from the stats, what I want them to do in the game, what we haven't been doing good on the, doing well on the stats. Sorry, English teachers, but I think it's going to be a battle between Hersey and Fujita. I think we play both those teams really well. I personally think that Hersey has much more firepower than Fujita. So I'll have to go. Hersey is the toughest team, but it's like a 1A, 1B. And Mans is honestly not that close. Or, oh my God, they're not that far behind. Um, they're not that far, but it's like a 1A, 1B, like 2B kind of thing. You got to skip 2A. They're not right yeah. to be 2A. <laughs> not, two right, right. not quite. Yeah, I guess. It's fair. Madams, um, actually, yeah, I was gonna say, have, I don't have the rest. Of you guys got to answer, J Ball. It's not yeah. just, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say, uh, toughest team in my group. It's close between J Ball and Fujita because J Ball, I think your team is more of a wild card. Like you guys can show up and like X-factor. go crazy. You know what I mean? But you know, there's some games where you guys just can't find the net at all, and most of your players are just as you'd say, Richie, and just nothing that. happens for you. Um, but Fujita, at the same time, it depends on how we do against Miller and Van Heel. I personally think Van Heel is more of a threat than Miller. I think Van Heel is 
nice. I think Van Heel is a four. Yeah, I think he, yeah. he's been their best player since Vangelo went down, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. Vangelo, go, if, if Vangelo was, you know, still playing and not injured, he, I think Fujita's team, I would hate to be in this group. That's all I have to say. Like, Fujita's team would be very good. But, you know, they're still good, but, you know, Vangelo on the back, he could cause problems for our attackers. But, uh, you know, they're still good with Van Heel and Miller going up. They, they lost none of their offensive players. So it depends on how we do against Van Heel and, and Miller. But I would have to go with uh, Team Fujita just because I feel like they're more consistent throughout the year than J-Ball's team. Yeah. I was going to say, I think Ray's team, playing them and watching them play, I just feel like consistency is the word to describe them like they don't they never get too down they always believe in themselves you know what i mean and like they just seem to always never play bad you know what i mean lucas who you who's your biggest competition going into the title as the one seed um to be completely honest like from like game match week like seven and on this was kind of the group i wanted ever since i brought up like what the playoff seating was you know, I I heard unfortunately about Brennan's uh, spiritual visit to uh, the Anirondacks, and I was like, well, I need to have him in my group. You know, I saw Buckley's team. You know, they've got talent, but it just hasn't been clicking right for them. I wanted to play them in a playoff scenario where, twenty minutes in, you know, they start bickering with each other. Something goes their way, like something doesn't go their way. No, Lucas, Lucas, I see that. Lucas, explain why you really want to play Team Buckley. Oh, you know, I'm talking about, no, I, this was my thinking before any of this happened. Like, before any of this had happened, yeah. this being the trade, I wanted to play O'Connor, I wanted to play Buckley, and then I wanted to play Sharps because they were the worst team in the league. So that was my thinking going into it. Then, obviously, recent events have uh, given me some added motivation due to the, uh, the trade that, for the record, if you look at the facts of what happened, the worst team in the league, the eight seed, traded away their best player for two players. And those two players then didn't show up the following day, and they proceeded to lose by the biggest margin in MPFL history. Wait, but Lucas, I thought they were coming the rest of the season. I, that's that's what the sources were saying that they were I, uh, fully committed, all into Team Sharps. But uh, I, I they legend, lost by the legend. biggest margin ever. And you know, I don't think that's just objectively that does not seem that fair to me. But there were there were rumors of a veto trade. I'm not, I don't know the exact specifics of which. Neither do I. Involved, that's, weird. that's weird. Most people assume that Team I can Simpson explain exactly what happened. was leading. Madam, you have no idea what happened. But what do you mean? everyone said I asked for a trade and I didn't. Or, oh my! <laughs> <laughs> no, everyone said I asked for a veto. I was just. Nobody, yeah. I was casually yeah. talking about a veto. Uh, yeah, yeah, I, I get like, a call from Buckley, 25 minutes of screaming about how I asked for a veto, <laughs> and I was just like, uh, I guess I asked for a veto. Because I was making jokes in the group chat. So, the the policy that we had was, if anyone wanted a vote for a veto, then could we have would been have vetoed. Easily could have been vetoed, but we let. And it. I offered all the coaches, and none of them wanted to to veto. So, I mean, someone may have wanted to veto, but no one cared enough for a vote. So that's why we didn't have. Well, one. at the end of the day, I I personally didn't think if that was like fantasy football, I veto it. But since I have like personally know Parker, I think he is. He knows exactly what he's doing. He's scheming. He knew. He knows. He knows. That, and then every time you like the I, mean, I don't they'd be like, oh, they'd be next thing you know, Derek's like the best player they've ever seen. Yeah. <laughs> Billy's like amazing. The, and like I would talk to Billy. Game. Billy would like not get any PT on Buckley. I'd be seeing him on the side and he'd be like, yo, I fucking hate this shit. That's why I, I was saying all year I've been saying he needs to play more. And I guess now Buckley made that happen, but I wish it was with our team. You know, 
But yeah, but to finish my point, to finish my point, though, yeah, Luke is one of the points that Buckley and some teammates were alleging is that I was quote unquote scared of Parker joining the powerhouse that was Team Buckley, and that was why I wanted to veto the trade. So I'm ple- I'm so glad that they're in my group. We play them next Sunday. All I'm saying is everyone should show up to that game. That's all I got to say on that. What time you got, Lucas? I'll be there. I think we're a 7:15 game, but damn it. We'll like see. We'll team see team. how unfair that what, trade was. What's the policy of me refing playoff games? Don't, you can't do it for your own group. Um, right. Preferably not the third match day of the other group if you're advancing as well. But that no, nah, we're in a tough well, situation of refs. So yeah, but dude, I'm not. I'm not like that. I would. I know. I trust. No, I know. I know. I I trust most. I trust like ten percent of refs. Actually, no, I think about it. But. All refs are terrible. It's my I, I thought I didn't do horrible my first. I would give myself a six out of ten when I wrapped, and I'll take that. I thought I was going to get like a four, but man, what so was your rating out of ten? Out of ten, I give you like a eight, uh, seven, nine, which is really good. That's I'll good. Take that. I'll take seven, that. nine, only because I think you could be more assertive. I think sometimes you wait until you hear a reaction, then you blow the whistle. All right, I did but that a single that, I think time. Right I know what I know what you're talking. Yeah, yeah, I did do it once. I'm not gonna lie, I did it. I'm once. not gonna give you a nine. I, I, I kind of tweaked out. Yeah. I heard the crowd. Go I heard I the crowd bug in, and it got in my head. I'll be I'll admit I, it. Jay, but I'll give you a four point eight just because. I'll take it. You subbed on the fly, like the ball was in play. Yo, that was. I didn't <laughs> let it happen though. Huh? I after I made my mistake, I was like, can't happen. Okay, yeah. yeah that was like, funny, though. That was just, funny. Yeah. I mean, in a real, like, serious-ass game, that would have been bad. Like, you know. Oh, I you know. Just, you, understand, you know, Lucas. Season Remember two. Remember last season? There is an agenda. There is an agenda. <laughs> that was hard. me there though. isn't. <laughs> All I'm saying is watch my sideline because we isn't. don't always sub with the ref. I'm just going to say it. <laughs> yeah, in the playoffs, you have to. Um, just watch. Sometimes you don't ref so far away. No, I'm not saying during the play. I'm saying sometimes refs cross the field, get somebody else on quicker. I'm not saying anyway, Lucas. You can't do it to scum. Who's the team in your group? Same with Kevin. Okay, yeah, yeah. So this might come as a shock, but Lucas, Lucas's team is is very very talented, and I'm really looking forward to that game because we went zero zero into the PKs, and that was one of the most thrilling games for me all season. But the only reason I'm more scared to play Buckley is because we've played Lucas at fields like CPE with smaller nuts. But both the games we've had versus Buckley this season has been at Bullis. And that's one thing that my team personally was getting really shaken up with is like our shooters just could not adjust <laughs> to the net sizes. So, yeah, only, only because I know we've played Lucas's team and taken them to a draw, I feel like it's gonna, definitely going to be a, a tough challenge and it's going to be a great battle. But... I am just more curious and unsure and uncertain of like how my team will react to playing Buckley on a, on the new field. In terms of me, uh, I'm most scared of Sharps because I think that's the game that my team personally will take the lightest. But you know, it's not going to be hard to get them up for the uh, O'Connor Buckley matches. But with disrespect, I, they're yeah. I, I was going to say everyone knows thing. my mantra. Everyone sucks. Um, I my team just has to rap. I'm not saying my team will win every game, but my team should win every game because we are just. I think my team should win every game too. I like that. Yeah. Man, <laughs> I would argue that people have more. I we have more of a target on our back than Team Buckley, in terms of physical. 
Who's coming out trying to hurt you? No, They're no, no, no. I don't know about that. Is, that. I don't think that is so false. I, think it's less physical when they play. I think it's yeah. true. <laughs> maybe yeah, not physical. Got... But maybe in terms of a circle of date, they see, oh, shit. J-Ball's been running his mouth lately. Like, I can't wait for that game. Well, I will no. say, I'm usually motivated to play your team. Yes. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm for always sure. motivated to champs. come up with J-Ball's squad. <laughs> I like that, though. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Because sometimes you guys can feed off it, but recently, at least when we play you, they get frustrated. Yeah, that's no. why I'm happy you're not in our group with or without BOC, like, honestly. Yeah, no, no team wants to be against physical them. against Team J-Ball. We're not that's that just, physical. No, I'm just saying, like, if we get phys- overly physical, then, like, you guys are just going to top that. Yeah, it's going to be, get, like, just – All right, besides me, besides me against Ray's team, where there was the alleged shove into the sideline, there was a shot. There's not a legend. It was allegedly <laughs> – I allegedly hit him as hard as I could. Alleged, so. Yeah, that was the alleged part. Disrespectful. There was some airtime. That's all I got to say on the topic. There was, there was some, some airtime. Air there was some airtime. <laughs> Does anyone have the, the video of Boomtown hitting Miller? I think I have it. Actually, I – That was ironic. So mad to the point I don't have it. That was so ironic because he came back and scored that OT goal. I was so mad at Boom that they, like, actually pissed. Like, I went over to Miller after that happened. I was like, dude, like, I don't fuck with that. Which team is Matt Bider on? Man. 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 That's another sound. Do you guys remember the hit from Condello? Zach Condello on Bider? That was Smack the craziest. Down. Yeah, that was just, wow. And Bider's a big guy, too. I know. Like Bider's big. big. The question I have for everyone is, is uh, ones to watch on everyone's team. Like, everyone just pick a player on your team. And... Like an axe factor? No, just like a player to watch on your team that you think will make a huge difference in the playoffs. I'll start it off with my team. Um, I'm going to go with uh, Tim Lacadino. He DM'd me nice, um, the day after Sharps' game, and he DM'd me saying, oh, you know, I, I I know how you noticed I've been taking these games, like, as a joke. Like, I don't know. He, like, I'm not trying to flex or anything. But, He's like, super he doesn't. Though. He doesn't. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't really care. Like, most of my players don't care. But, like, he's he's a jokester. Like, he does some weird shit on the field. Like, he doesn't really care. But, like, he DM'd me saying, like, he's going to, you know, take playoffs seriously. He's going to, like, play with everything he's got. And I think he's a once to watch on my team. I'll, I'll hop in next. Um. I personally think a player to watch on Team J-Ball would actually be J-Ball himself, just due to my horrible regular season. And I have never scored. Last year, I, all eight goals I had, we won every single game that I scored in. So I know that if I can put one home, I know Merkley's good from one or two, that we just need help on offense. Like, Merkley's going to get locked for 95% of the game and then score, and I'm okay with that. Like, that's how it's going to be. But we need other people like me – McGlory put one home so I would say either me or McGlory would be the the player to watch I, on our team and if we can put them home I think we'll do pretty well I personally think it's like if I had an opinion on that would be Spencer Bell like mm-hmm. I think he's the one so like for me in, in my nice. opinion he's your best player like I, a lot of people best, on my team think that trust me yeah he gets the he's ball really good at getting like, shots off he yeah. gets a lot of shots on target every game mm-hmm 
Hey, that's and in the scouting report. feet too. That's in the surprising. scouting report, Kev. That's in the scouting report. Trust me. Yo, I actually, I need someone to send me Madams. Where's like that stats database? Because I need to add some of that into my report. Percy, you should be scared of this report. It is. I'll share it with you. It is what does better it include? Than, you're in it. I mean, I haven't put you in yet, but I'm gonna have your strengths and weaknesses in there. Trust There's me. like, I think my weakness is pretty fucking obvious. Strength, strength, <laughs> like communication. Me. Weakness is like goalkeeping. Thank you for telling me. <laughs> thank like, you for telling me biggest, your scouting report, madams, on Hershey. Which is the biggest thing. I don't think anyone has to tell you, really. Yeah. I think no, I don't no, think no, my team. Eyes. I don't yeah. think my team knows <laughs> that know Hershey's that. not a good goalie. I don't think they know. That. <laughs> you don't think they know that after <laughs> what I did against not. your team, like especially against your team. I don't. I don't think they have any clue. Is that Wilson? Right. Of course, it's the go. You guys like my background, though. Lucas, yeah. who's your X factor? X Factor for Team Simpson, you know, unfortunately, um, I've been, I, cause I've been looking at the dates from the beginning. I've been telling my team to make sure they get off for as many dates as they can for the playoffs. This player won't be able to make if a possible semifinal, but Andrew LaPointe is a Team Simpson X Factor. We've never lost a game that he showed up to. He wasn't he's at nice. our uh, season he opener. Nice. You know, he's in the running for the assist I leader. I feel bad because when we played him, I kind of – little bit of a body and i had him on my back for like two seconds i didn't know what to do Yo, i remember that ball. yeah you, i had him on my back dude like leaped him off of you <laughs> I, I actually like the point i went over after the game i was like you're pretty nice like i dude after every game i go to every person i've wronged that's what i have to do too bro I, I do. Say it happens like twice a game like ricky honestly thought i hated him bro because he like slid into me and i was like i'm gonna can kill you, Ricky. And then he like looked at me with just this scared look in his eye. And I'm like, bro, I didn't mean that. Not that deep. I feel like most kids in this league probably are like, J Ball hates my gods, but it's not true. I don't even hate I don't hate anybody. I just Well, that's because like you, you like have a different personality when you're on the field. I do. You like completely change. <laughs> it's the game personality. That's that's yeah. how it's always been in sports. I can't like put a put a word on it, but I don't know. Everyone is saying that to sure, me. I feel you, Jay Like, the moment I just get into, like, I just have a different, like, my mind starts working, like. Like, flight or flight response, right? Yeah. There's no patience. There's no patience. There's no understanding. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin, who's your X Factor? Yeah, hey. So, this might be kind of like come as a surprise or a wild card, but. I think Hannah Shin could be an X factor for my Dude, team. She is actually so because nice. She, she might like she might not produce a lot on the score sheet, but just what she does in every game, just the small plays she makes. She's like Shraver, where she's just like really high IQ in terms of like really high soccer IQ. I mean, and I think we're gonna be putting her into definitely a pretty uh, substantial role coming playoffs. Of course, with BOC being gone, so I think she could. She could come out and show a lot of people that she's here to play. I personally think well, – you got hers. Yeah, cool question. Is Nate Weijin coming back for the playoffs? Weijin, yeah, Weijin. I was thinking of Acorn and Weijin, but I think that our best players in the postseason are not going to be our offensive players because really the whole year our offense hasn't been, like, super high caliber. We've had, like, good pressure and good possession. But um, – so, yeah, Wygent will be back, luckily. So, that's a big help, honestly. If Wygent wasn't back, it would be looking a little bleak on the Team OC side, especially with Brennan being gone. But I think he came back and paired him with, a, with an acorn. They, they would work really well together. 
Yeah, just quick advice though, Kev. I, like without you know Brennan, I think your tactic for each playoff game or group stage game should be like counterattacking style. I don't know if you know what that is. But just have most players like besides your striker play defense, and then when yeah. you get the ball, you got Nate Wijen on the counter. You can just you know use hands, yeah, yeah, as like right, your offensive <laughs> focus, and then have Acorn possibly running behind in behind him. But I yeah. have to say, like, no, that's a good. That's he's a not good an draw. X factor, like, but one player that I'm really surprised about this season is actually Ben Kaplan. He's been like amazing for you. He's like, got really good ball control. Mm-hmm. He does. He does. He does. And, and he's a better defender well. than most would think. Did he play yeah. soccer? I think a little bit. Yeah. Did I wish I played soccer for just like right up until varsity, so I could be a force in this league? <laughs> <laughs> should have known, dude. I should have known. Yeah, I do agree with you. I think I think our defense all year has just really shined. Not just for me. Sure. But our whole defensive unit has just really been rock solid for the most part. And uh, like I, I do think it, it's a good strategy to focus more on being defensively and then take our opportunities to score when we get them. Yeah, exactly. We overextend it's ourselves, impressive. especially without Brennan. Bad things can happen. Yeah, quickly. for sure. Yes, yeah, so I'm the last yeah. one. All right, Madams, do that, um, and then we'll wrap it up. I think – I don't know if it's more – I look at X-Factor as, like, a guy you don't normally think of, but I think our the player to watch, as you phrased the question, would be Will Gleason, just because I think that in our wins – I think we had a stretch during Trash. the middle of the season. We had a stretch during <laughs> the middle of the season where he was by far our best player. And I know Dante was producing and a couple other guys were doing well. But at that point, Will was, like – our best player and he's making great stops. We were on paper, the best defensive team for the middle part of the season. Obviously I think we lost it a little bit. We did made, made some changes and I'm hoping we can get back to that. And if we do, it's going to be in large part because of Will. Um, I think now with Parker on our team, he's getting more of the attention, but I think Will is still our best defensive player. And I think he's going to be really good to watch for, for people trying to learn how to play some defense. I think Will, um, I think Will has the ball control like far beyond a lot of kids in this league. I just think sure. sometimes he tries to do too much out the back. I think yeah, he's a I could very, 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 sure. very solid player. Though. I, I think, think he's he's more physical than people get him credit for. Like oh, I yeah. don't look at oh, him. Yeah. I'm not scared of looking at him like I would be with maybe Condella or something like that that might run me over. But with uh, with with Will, like I think he's he wins the majority of headers and that's something he doesn't usually get credit for, which I think is important. Um in terms of pure entertainment value, I'll give a shout-out to uh, Matt Scarpelli. I think he's always fun to watch, especially come playoff time. I think his intensity is going to be great if, he, if he's able to make it. All right. You want to wrap it up, boys? We probably got about at least a 45 minutes to an hour. You guys can keep going. I just am restless and need to leave. Well, Hurst has got to go watch the Marble Olympics. So. You want, me too, a check out? want me to do a checkout? We'll see. You said – Dude, I, got places, I got lots of places to do here. Like right, what? I'll be there at 12. Thank you for uh, – see, now I don't know what to say. Um, Let's have Hersey wrap it up. Yeah, Hersey wrap it up. <laughs> All right. It was nice having you, J-Ball. Thank you, Hersey. And oh, are we continuing this or is this no. J-Ball leaving? I am. No, I mean, Hersey, you guys you're you're just doing the outro. You're just you're saying uh, thanks this for coming. No, no, that's got to be Lucas. That, all right, I thought we were nah, continuing. Lucas got to be Lucas. That, I don't want to do it. I always Lucas do it. Lucas has to wrap Sorry. it up. Lucas, you or Kevin, or, or Kevin. Kevin. <laughs> all right, I'll run. The wrap up's tough.
So it was a start. I got the start down, though. We know the people. We know that. No, I'm just kidding. That's Justin's thing. But thanks to everyone (laughs) for listening. You know, we have the coach, Hersey, unfortunately finished second in the Ronaldo division. But, you know, in terms of real quick, just before we wrap this up, I'm hoping I get to play Hersey's team in the final. You know, it'd be kind of poetic for the first game of season three to be finished with a rematch of the last game of season three that we weren't able to get in in the regular season. But it's always been a pleasure to talk to Kevin, you know, taking the step up for team BOC. I'm proud of you. Hope you guys do well. Um, Madams, can't wait to see you guys on a uh, week two of the group stage game. It'll be electric and Justin, you know, keep getting the boys motivated. Hopefully they can make a run in the playoffs, but yeah, for all the, you know, MPFL games are coming at you Thursday, Sunday, Thursday, Sunday, bang, bang, bang. Um, the bang, bang. Beyond, be sure to follow at MPFL.2020. That's it for the J Ball Madams podcast. We'll see you next time. Beautiful. That was cash, Lucas. That was actually that was nice. nice beautiful. You see, that's right. what I said. Lucas got a. That was fire. I'm just gonna clip bro. that, and that's gonna be like the ending for oh, all of yeah. the episodes in the future. Oh yeah. Even if it's not relevant. I like good. that a lot. We know the people. We know they want this shit. Um, so we're gonna give it to them.